0: Hello.
1: Hi! <laughs> it's been a while it's
0: been a minute but we're here and we're back uh welcome to June. episode three of we, we go, go off. off
1: oh my gosh it has
0: been a minute it feels mm. like
1: no i haven't seen you in like two and a half weeks i feel like that's entirely too long
0: it really is for us we, we normally see each other at least like once or twice a week so that is very foreign but uh I just was on vacation. I went to Florida. Had a lot of fun, but I had an unwelcome passenger that came with me because uh, I got COVID.
1: <laughs> Woo! <Ba-ba-ba-ba>! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean that's impressive though because like I've gotten it like two and a half times. Um... Yeah, so you've gotten it
0: two and a half. This is my first time, and to give you some you know perspective, it's uh, July of 2022. So uh, I haven't you know, gotten COVID the whole two and a half years. So I think that's a pretty good streak to have. Yeah. Funny enough, I did read an article that there's like very few people out there that have not had COVID yet. And if you haven't gotten COVID yet at this point in time, well, you're what you're what you, what they call like a COVID super avoider.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah.
0: You're a super avoider. And I was almost oh, there, but you gosh. know, I went to Disney world and universal so i see a lot of people so i'm pretty sure it's where basically I got it. a
1: covid cesspool yeah literally yeah. i was i
0: was bound to get it i honestly me and my husband joked but we were like before we left we said we're gonna get covid <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough we got covid so man
1: manifest something else girl like <laughs> I know, ask I'm for a million to... dollars <laughs> like
0: <laughs> what do you mean i manifest sickness give me this covid i'm ready you're down with the sickness uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> but
1: but yeah it's good to be back and be in front of a mic again it's
0: i mean i will say so i had a whole bunch of time in florida but i know you did a lot of fun things in new mexico while i was gone didn't you go to a club Ooh, recently huh? yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: the whole nine yards it was great great was... time you yeah. run into people that you've seen people that are friends ex-friends lovers enemies enemies <laughs> <going deep>.
0: okay <laughs> Whew. Well, um, how was your time at the club? I, I personally enjoy the club. What well, about you? I really
1: love it. I mean, here in New Mexico, there's not a lot of queer scene, but uh-huh. I will say that like uh, there is a noted club in um, one of the big cities here, and going there, it's like, like I said, like it. Living here, it's like being in the biggest small town that you'll ever be in. Right. So like you go there and you see. Everyone and your goddamn mother. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes literally. I mean, you're not
0: wrong. So, granted, Ethan is the first one who's introduced me to club scene. Well, well I guess I can't give you full credit. You can't I give apologize. Me full credit, He's no. one of the credit. few people when I first started going to the club. He went with me one time. I went with another friend I had uh, another time. So but um i guess you both definitely gave me kind of a love for i don't know the club vibe it's totally fun and you're right it's more of like a queer club and the people there are really nice i mean Mm -hmm. honestly I don't know. I haven't been to many, I guess you can call them straight clubs, I don't know, but uh, the only one I went to was in um, Colorado, and I felt really off at that club. Yeah. It was definitely a weird vibe. I felt like a lot of people weren't really there to dance, per se. They were there to just drink and socialize. Mm-hmm. Versus the club here in New Mexico, that one, you actually go to dance, and that's yeah. what I love. I want to go dance when I'm at the club. No,
1: literally, and I mean, sometimes with this club, I feel like we will um, dance the night away but like if you're trying to talk to someone girl go somewhere else literally (laughs) you
0: can't hear anyone i swear the other day we went and i met this guy and i forgot his name because i didn't hear it
1: so So she made up the name yeah right
0: right we'll call him joey for now joey yes
1: exactly no but like so this club it has three tiers if you're going to be there like, literally, you can't even be like, do you want to go to the second floor? You have to signal with your hands. You're pointing <laughs> up or down, because that's you, the only yeah, way you Yeah, you have hand signals.
0: You have the flashlight across the room, <laughs> yeah. like, do, 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 do. come here, yeah. <laughs> Morse code. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's I'm hilarious. like, I hear
1: Dua Lipa somewhere. Yeah. Sorry, I must go.
0: <laughs> Honestly, it's not uncommon to lose your partner when Mm-mm. you're at the club or the people you're with, because that's happened to me multiple times, as yeah. it's happened to you. I lose you almost once every time we go together because he's such a social butterfly. So. Oh
1: my gosh. But yeah, no, you know, it's crazy. Like, cause I remember the first time I went to this club, I was mm-hmm. I was technically underage.
0: Ooh, oh, rebel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I rebel. But
1: um, I had some friends that had snuck me into this. And I remember just like, it must've been like, I think it was a Kid Cudi song, but it was like the Project X version. So Ooh. like, it's that Pursuit of Happiness song.
0: Oh, I think I've heard that one. Yeah,
1: it's like it's intense though, and yes. I remember it was like right as it was dropping, and we get to the rooftop of this club, and like literally, like it was just like one of those like movie scenes. Oh, like, yeah. You get up onto the rooftop, and it like the, it's just wubbing, is going wub wub. You know, it's just making oh. <laughs> all those noises. It was just great vibes, like. And I remember I was like, this is my new home. Oh, <laughs> like-
0: I love that. Well, so, I don't know about you, but whenever I do something super exciting like that, I always feel like the first time, there's something happening or music or something that just kind of enhances the experience. Totally. So I definitely think you had a case of that. I mean, that's how it was when I first went to the club. It was very much an enhanced experience, and I just felt so loved, honestly. Yeah. And I think that's something that I will say um, the LGBTQI... i think you got it it right i'm I'm, I'm getting better every day plus i'm so sorry (laughs) plus anyway i'm getting better every day and i just want y'all to know it's good to be educated about it honestly Mm -hmm. it's okay to not know everything i will say ethan has been such a huge proponent of teaching me about this culture and this lifestyle because i came from a very religious background where people don't talk about it honestly it's kind of like a hush hush topic it's very shunned so we don't really talk about it so this is something for me was very new but like i said um earlier it's something that i love and anytime i go to that club i feel so um, loved by the people around me and i feel safer i will say i feel safer granted it's not 100 percent everything's good ever i mean there's always a risk no matter where you're at but i feel like it's much more accepting
1: no and i agree with that like you know um I, I feel like, especially for me, and I feel like for a lot of uh, gay people, uh, especially gay men in particular, um, a lot of us, we have our girlfriends who are, like, our family, our best friends, our everything. That's sweet. And, um, you know, I, I, I think we really do protect and try to like really like I mean you guys are like our family so it's like yeah. I will fight any <laughs> any bitch that comes near I've
0: seen it yes. I've seen it uh, don't worry he will like don't try him just kidding no oh my god
1: okay I I'm a love maker okay <laughs> okay Peace, love what,
0: not war right? love
1: not war but um yeah. no but um it's just you do feel safer like I feel like the queer community because they are kind of a marginalized group um they are very accepting and loving of anyone as long as there's that love and respect that is shared with them right yeah Um, and same here like uh, I grew up in a religious household that was I I mean I don't like to say it because the religion isn't technically homophobic but because it is a traditional kind of style right um, in terms of like the family unit being a man and a woman yes children they definitely encourage the behavior that um you know we don't hate gay people but we don't endorse their lifestyle right. but that does that does like perpetrate a lot of
0: kind of hate and fear about it because it does, a lot of yeah. families i guess i know knew when i was at the church was very um i guess fearful like there was a lot of um, mothers and fathers talking about what if my kid is gay or lesbian like what do i do about that Um, it's very you know shocking to me because you know i would assume granted i was born at a later date you can't you know bypass all the taught triggers and traumas for people but i would have always thought that if your child was different you would love them anyway it doesn't matter because that's your child but a lot of people are very fearful of that that's for sure yeah
1: and i mean For a long time, like, I think I always felt this this disconnect with my family because I knew, like, I was different than them, Mm -hmm. for sure, and it was something that always, like, resonated with me. Like, honestly, like, to an extent, I, because of, like, the way I knew my mother felt about everything, Mm -hmm. like, I kind of knew that, like, I wasn't going to be in her life forever, and, like, that was kind of sad, but it was, like, a reality of mine, just, like, wow, like, unless something changes, like, I'm I'm gonna be on my own and so really I kind of had this lone wolf mentality for a lot of my life because it was like I'm the black sheep of the family I I'm dealing with like this thing that according to my religion is saying that it's something wrong with me It's a sin that I'm feeling this way. Yeah, so I really struggled with my identity and honestly I feel like I retracted a lot from my family and in later years I didn't even really talk to them and you know, it was funny because in those moments that's when I actually started to explore my queer identity and like one of the first shows I ever watched which I mean obviously everyone has seen but um RuPaul's Drag Race Oh, I love RuPaul's Drag Race (laughs) literally I remember like I was like going through like a Gaga phase and like I was like exploring a lot of her um repertoire yeah Yeah. repertoire yeah so um I was exploring it and I remember she was a guest judge. It was uh, that season. It was season nine. Yes. And they're like, Oh shit, like I remember like the whole little intro, like Yeah, they, when like, she
0: walked into the yeah. room in the dressing room and they're like, Wow, she looks really good. <laughs> yeah. She looks almost identical to Lady Gaga and yeah. they're like, Who is this, you know, person? Uh-huh. And she's like, Hello mm. and they all were freaking out lost their
1: shit. Oh And so for me like <laughs> I remember I was like, oh my god, I need to watch this first episode. And it was like, I started it at probably like midnight. Literally, girl, I stayed up. (laughs) Because they were halfway through filming, or not filming, like uh, showing season 9.
0: Like releasing them right Yeah. Yeah. I
1: literally stayed up till I think like 6.30 in the morning. (laughs) Just watching all of them. You binged the whole thing. (laughs) And honestly, like they would make callbacks to like other seasons. And at a certain point, um, RuPaul does say that uh, to one of the queens, uh, Roxy Andrews she says oh. you know as gay people we get to choose our family and we get to Aww. like we get to choose the people in our life the people that we love and support and I think that was the first moment that I realized wow like even if things do go south with my family like I still have a family out there and yeah I'll say like being a part of this community now and being out and proud for over five years like um.
0: Yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs>
1: he likes dick. Woo. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: but um, being a part of this community uh for five years, like, I do. Like, literally, there's people that like I know. Like, they call me like Uncle Ethan. Like, even Aww. though they don't have like kids yet, like they're like That's
0: so sweet. They're, like
1: you're gonna be like such a part of my life, and it's like I have made like connections that I don't think I would have. If I would have stayed, like, because in the religion, as you're aware, like, mm-hmm. for both of us coming from our religions, it's like, it's very much a community setting, and right. like, there's like, this is your community, like, yeah, you have like kind of chosen family there too, but it's because you have that common interest of religion, right, and kind of taking this away, like, there's just such a way bigger world, and I feel like the gay community really taught me how big that world can really be and like the right like anything that's really limitless like whatever you want to achieve you can
0: yeah and you have,
1: you have the support of your friends and your loved ones and your family really behind you that's to do that.
0: amazing that's that's a cool way to say i will say i've haven't gotten fully caught up with RuPaul's. I think season nine, I only watched half of that season, and I think that's as far as I got. So I definitely need to catch up, because there's so many more seasons. Girl, what a season.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what a season of Miz.
0: I know, I know, I'm the worst thing <laughs> to get on this. But um, I, I don't know, I love it. I, going back to the religion aspect, I find it funny, because you're right, there is a community aspect with it. I guess at my church, there was like certain families that were, well-known and were the ones you want to look up to and be friends with but they were always like the outlier families unfortunately it was because those families had children that you know had strayed away from the church or had you know kids that identified as you know gay lesbian however they want to identify as because that's their you know decision and that's who they are so but, you know, in the church, people don't understand that. They think that it's a very. The Satan's tempting them. Satan yes. is the one making them feel this way. And they need to, you know, get back to the religion and get back to God because God doesn't give people these identities, I well, guess.
1: Yeah, and totally. Like, and I feel like a lot of the time when there is, like, a queer uh, child, especially in these organized religions, the blame falls on the parents right like, what did you do like you
0: didn't teach them well enough yeah for them to just exactly stay straight which is like such a bad thing to say yeah. like they don't accept that the child has the right to make this decision on their own like well, they're, they're not even cursing. just make
1: it on their own like it, it, it's courageous for anyone to accept yeah. their true identity because exactly. like honestly like just like you might like i don't know toast over anything else like Mm -hmm. it's not something you choose like or it's something that you like grow to accept and like acknowledge about yourself like you're not that i'm uh, (laughs) suggesting that toast and gayness (laughs) is on the same caliber it's a pretty drastic comparison
0: but, but i totally get what you're saying but
1: like you just like you like something else like you maybe didn't know that you liked it until you experienced it or were kind of exposed to it. Yes. And then you realize, holy shit, like there's a whole world out there. Yeah. For that, you know?
0: I mean, and I will say, I, I do apologize. I still have a lot of religious upbringing. So like oh, I'm yeah. really trying to, you know, be up to date and very respectful of those um and their lifestyle because this is who you, they are. You're right. And I feel that, you're right it's not a decision this is who you are so you kind of have to get to that point where you feel confident and comfortable to own up to it and to confess it to those around you and I think that's such a terrifying but such a brave and strong thing to do so for me I haven't ever been in that boat so it's very something for me I'm still learning and like I said education is key I there's people out there that are fearful of it or are scared yes. of it because they don't know anything different but it's really important to keep an open mind and an open heart because there's so much you can learn like you said from the lifestyles around you like i've you've helped bring me into this community i've met so many of your friends i went to the pride uh, festival and parade that was in june and it was awesome i had so much fun and it yeah. was just such a positive and amazing vibe i felt the entire time so it's okay to be scared but it's very um it's a wise decision to be more open and ask because i guess you can tell me better but anytime i've asked ethan about any of the questions i've had he's been more than open and willing to share anything he's known or what he's learned he's told me mm-hmm. well, yeah. ah. i mean i think really you've really been a big help for me because like i'm not gonna lie there's a lot of like religious speech that's been taught to me and so i thought only a certain way and you've kind of like expanded the way i think
1: well listen like i it was an educational process for myself too and even today like there's so many days even as a gay man that like i'm learning stuff every day right and i think the biggest diss that you could do on someone is to fault them for trying to further themselves and, like, understanding something. Right. You know, um, I think it was really hard for me to grow up in a household that did perpetrate some homophobia. Yeah. And that was, like, really intense because, you know, like, just the rhetoric that was used on the daily or when there was a queer person on even TV, like, you know, just some of the things that were said, like, it was kind of jarring and scarring, to be honest. And so... I had to really grow as a person and like overcome a lot of that. And mm-hmm. I remember it was even so much to a point where like when I did come out, I came out to the queer group at my high school. Wow. I was terrified.
0: Yeah. Freaking out. I like it. I was like, that's very scary. And I didn't
1: even tell them that like I was gay. The way I did it is I was like, oh my god, Matt over there, isn't he so cute? And like, <laughs> so I, did they picked up even... on that. Were they like?
0: <laughs> he's obviously gay. Was that well, like such a huge sign or did they kind of give you the benefit of the doubt? Well, for
1: thing? me, that was my way of like introducing it to them and yeah. it was like, afterwards, they're like, oh yeah, I knew you were gay. Like, no big <laughs> it's deal. It's not
0: a shocker here. They're
1: <laughs> like, no, really? What? what? This is <laughs> news to <laughs> you me. You hang out with the queer group every day? You Wait. say
0: for the past two years, you've just been like, hey, I want to be your friend? That's yeah. I
1: was, like... <laughs> so, it, but I think it was a lot of that kind of like religious hold that has, it, that religion does have on you, especially yeah. coming from like a Christianity religion that does lay out that this is one of the sins of, that right. you can do. So.
0: And that's a pretty big sin if I'm from my, I guess my religion. No, exactly. Like a huge sin if you're that like. Which a, is crazy, like, right? Because like sin should all
1: be equal, right? Right, yeah. Like on um, the person who drinks. Too much, or the person that blah blah blah, like murder someone, or (laughs) okay, 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 (laughs) okay, let let, let me fix that a little bit. But what I'm trying to say is, like, (laughs) what I'm trying to say is, it's just so funny that, like, you know, and in my religion specifically, like, some of the some people do those things, and it sometimes feels like they're more forgiven, yes, than the people who choose to live this way because they that's what they feel, they feel it's a choice, yeah.
0: So, what you're saying is, like, some of the sins are un. Evenly Serious
1: Yes That's That's what I'm saying Okay
0: Okay So the seriousness Of these sins Don't seem to be Equal to what They actually are I mean I guess it definitely Kind of I, I get This isn't supposed to go against anyone that's into religion i'm totally okay with that you're totally fine to have your own decisions but i feel like personally religion kind of has an skewed view on like what's actually a certain versus what is okay yes because yeah there's been people i've known in my church or i guess not my church my old church are so judgmental and are so rude and aggressive towards other people but that's not a sin what a sin is the person they're aggressive to may be you know queer and that's the sin and that just doesn't make sense to me
1: no i I think yeah you definitely struggle with that like growing up um in a religion it's like so you can hate me because i'm sinning but you are there for gonna sin saying some shit to me like wait what like that doesn't make sense so
0: very kind of doesn't balance it out that's for sure and
1: it's crazy though like even like as a queer person like Um, just even, like, the day-to-day life, like, you know, I know a lot of people aren't, like, fans of, like, PDA and stuff like that, but, like, Mm -hmm. it could literally be, like, a threat on your life to, like, hold your partner's hand, like, walking down the street sometimes, and it's, like...
0: I kind of recall you telling me a story about that happening to you. Is that right? Was that you?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, there's been, like, multiple occurrences. Every boyfriend I've had, um, any, like public display of affection even just holding hands walking down the street not like we're making out or no, like you're just heavy petting like literally yeah. just holding very hands very normal
0: for a couple
1: um i've been told get a room f slur like i've oh been God. told like uh. nobody wants to see that <gasps> out in public how disgusting like there's just there's comments that are made and so like as a queer person, like I feel like sometimes you ha- you sit with these decisions, especially coming from like a religious standpoint. Like, yeah, a- am I almost willing to like put my life in jeopardy just to be who I am? And I hate that you even have to say that sometimes. Like, yeah, I don't understand why we have to live in a world like this. Like, yeah, it, it, I mean,
0: I mean, I get where you're coming from. I kind of have noticed that there are certain situations you're in or certain people you interact with that are just so like blatantly rude about your lifestyle choices and I guess for me I understand you can have your opinion like everyone is entitled to that and I'm not saying you shouldn't have an opinion like you're more than welcome to have your own opinion but when you start projecting your opinion on those and like trying to have them change their lifestyle yes. that's when it's a problem because it's not your life why are you so concerned if it's not you know directly affecting you why are you so concerned and I'm not saying like it's directly affecting me because I see you in front of my eyes that's not affecting you yeah. what's affecting you is if someone you know you brought people over and they like they start having sex on your couch okay yeah that's yeah. directly affecting you I'll give you you know your space to say what you need to say but it's just so unwanted when you like go out in public and tell these people your opinions on what you think they should do totally because that's not them you're not them so you don't know what they've experienced you don't know what their lifestyle is so why do you think you should have a say on what they do
1: I agree you know um, and I recently have moved and the place I lived at before it was really refreshing because like it was the first one of the first places I lived where mm-hmm. like I felt like I could really be myself and that was accepted because mm-hmm. there was a lot of um, members of the LGBT QI Plus community. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you got it.
0: You did better than me. There you go. No, no, no.
1: But um, there was a lot of members there, and it was kind of crazy because, you know, I would be experiencing something even like a tumultuous like relationship or whatever, and they would understand. Mm-hmm. They would. They'd be like, "I get it. I've been there. Like you deserve better. Like very you're...
0: supportive. But they're
1: supportive. Like yeah, regardless. You know, um, even, like, being at the pool, like, there was never any, like, issue. Like, if I was pl- playing music even, like, it would be fine. Like, just whatever we were doing, it was always, like, I-, I understand. Like, I'm I'm gay as well. Like, you're loved, you're supported, and, like, you're just trying to figure out your life as a young adult. Yeah. But I will say, um, in this new community that I've lived in, like, um, yesterday we had an experience where we went to the pool and yeah i mean okay to be fair the, the person <laughs> i need one some of my context friends, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> one of my friends um he came over and he had a giant speaker
0: oh. and
1: i mean like yeah great awesome this is great but i was like oh fuck i was like we're gonna get yelled at today like it was just like <laughs> one of those things you see it and you, you know. know what's gonna happen yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, um, so we go to the pool and we're the first ones there. So, like, we kind of have free reign. So, we're just, like, chilling. We're having our music. Like, we have, like, a little bit of snacks on the side. Um, and as the day goes on, because it's really hot here in New Mexico in the summer, Mm -hmm. um, more people start to show up. And we're chilling there. But we, like, try to keep ourselves a little bit isolated. Like, we're not trying to, like, take up the whole pool. We're not going to be those people who are, like, this is our pool. Because, like, obviously
0: it's an open pool and yeah. people are welcome to join yeah i agree
1: so we're chilling just having a good time more people are coming um and like th- we have to make modifications because the music we were listening to was probably not age-appropriate for everyone so we try to play some more age-appropriate music
0: yeah because you're being respectful and yeah. it wasn't like you were like blasting granny you had a big speaker but was it loud enough for everyone to hear
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm not, I am not condoning our I'll behavior. I'm to help I you out. <laughs> Just kidding. No, okay. no, we were in the wrong. We were in okay, the wrong. But we we were... the
0: speaker, you were maybe playing it too loud. Okay. Yeah,
1: but throughout like the, our time there, like I was noticing more and more like the other people who had showed up at the pool later. They had some distance with us,
0: so they were avoiding you.
1: That's what it kind of felt like, to be honest with you. They're... Like we, the, we were in like the deep end of the pool. We had like our floaties and everything, or not floaties, I guess, po- tubes. <laughs> your tubes. tubes. Your tubes, yeah. your floating devices. The floating what devices, <laughs> <Lotation Yeah>. devices. <laughs> <Yeah>. Floatation
0: devices. <laughs> Floatation.
1: <laughs> but anyways, no, yeah. So um, we were just chilling there and you know having food. It's not like we were getting crazy. We weren't like slamming shots or going crazy. But
0: <laughs> you weren't playing. <laughs> Shot <laughs> pong. I'm just kidding. i just kidding. Well, Sorry.
1: that was the move next. Oh,
0: sick bite. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> but um, no, so we're, we're just chilling there and people are just like on the other side of the pool. Like there's like a rope that divides like the deep end from like the um, shallow end. Mm-hmm. And literally everyone, like the 10 people who were there besides us were all in the shallow end. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Whatever. Um, wow that
0: is weird so we have
1: one of the residents come and they tell us to turn down the music or turn off the music and that was fine honestly I was like yeah I I get it
0: (laughs) I deserve it (laughs) yeah I was
1: like this bass is really loud I get it like I I think (laughs) we should turn it off too Um, oh my god but anyways so uh, chilling there afterwards and so like the music's not there I feel like the vibe, the whole energy of the situation kind of changed a little bit, so we decided to get out of the pool. And it was just, like, literally as soon as we got out of the pool, it was like a mass exodus. Like, literally all those people spread out into our <gasps> section.
0: You're kidding. Like, as soon as you got out of the pool? Literally as soon as we're so getting out of the pool. So it was blatantly obvious they were yeah. trying to avoid you guys. Yeah. So let me clarify. So this fr- guy friend of yours, were you, like, into him? You kind of were, like, kissed a little bit?
1: I mean, like, we shared, like, maybe, like, a couple of kisses. But I guess what I'm like, trying to
0: see is, like, did they see anything that could have warranted, like, oh, you may be gay.
1: I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it was very apparent that the three of us were all queer, right?
0: Okay. Like,
1: um, just because I feel like as queer people, a lot of us, we we do like to show off our body. Okay. Or we do like to um, enjoy the scene that we're in. Like, yeah. so, you know, a lot of us, we do wear, like, pretty promiscuous clothes according I mean, to like, as popular well. society you right got,
0: you got that body might as well <laughs> flaunt it definitely a firm proponent of flaunt what you got right yeah <laughs> okay anyway, no but... totally
1: yeah I agree and so I mean like we we were just feeling good we were feeling good about ourselves and like but from an outsider like uh we had very traditional families that were there and so seeing us like us in our kind of just natural habitat just chilling by the pool having a good time I guess could be intimidating and I'm not gonna say that it was necessarily that it was homophobia or whatever yeah but I mean because we were young adults who were blasting music yeah so like there was that element of it for sure okay but I will say like it, it was something that crossed my mind multiple times like it was like they definitely could be profiling us or like they could be saying that the way they're behaving how could they do that like there's children here like you know like that's the type of things like you know with any significant other like you share a little kiss not a big deal at all right but I feel like it's almost like a political statement for somebody who's gay to do that
0: I mean yeah and I I totally get where you're coming from I know a lot of um (laughs) a lot of us have these hunches kind of hunches about where you're at what your environment is how you're feeling, people around you. Mm-hmm. And if you had that hunch that they were like profiling you because you were, you know, queer, then that's, and you had that multiple times. It wasn't just like once and like you just brushed it aside. It was something that you kind of thought. Yeah. There's a likelihood of that maybe being prevalent or, you know, had enough presence to where you picked up on it subconsciously and that's why you got that hunch.
1: Yeah. I
0: mean, it's very. It's difficult, I will say, because it's hard to identify what is actually being, like, targeted versus, you know, maybe just, like, people being uncomfortable.
1: Yes, And so, I
0: I get you, you know, you want to be respectful. You don't want to try and force, you know, your lifestyle on other people. But at the same time, I don't see the problem with a kiss or two. Like, because you said, it's very normal for a straight couple to do that. So, why can't, you know, two men kiss?
1: Yeah. Two women kiss.
0: Like, what's the problem (laughs) there? I don't see an issue. So, I mean... that's an interesting story i mean i'm reminded of a story uh actually i was with you and the guy you were with at the time and we went to this um bar and it was kind of a yeah a western themed bar it was it was kind of a cute vibe not gonna lie but uh we had a drink or two and there was no dancing if i recall when we first walked in yeah which i thought was very odd and so you know us being very vibrant uh extroverted individuals <laughs> we were very much let's get this dancing going and so if i i remember granted i was a little I was drunk <laughs> it's okay <laughs> I mean, cheers to that <laughs>
1: but no yeah, yeah i remember like so when we first walked in no dancing right like we got Nine. our drink and you know they were playing some pretty good music honestly like it was, it was kind, was kind of like edm cl- house yeah. music and but we it was were a like
0: quiet vibe there it was, was no one on the vibe. floor it was yeah. weird i thought it was so weird <laughs> it,
1: it was very strange and so like i felt like we were like okay you know what we're gonna come into this space like there's they hired a dj for the night like let's actually let this dj like feel like he's like bringing some music, like, yeah, yeah.
0: bring dancing to the floor so yeah.
1: we went to the dance floor and we were with it was a group of four of us it was yes. me you my ex and his friend right and we were all dancing the same way like yeah, you know what was really crazy were. is like we were all dancing the same way but when that uh bouncer came over and he's like hey you guys like, come out here real quick okay yeah i was like what
0: so <laughs> From my point of view. So, you know, I'm dancing. I'm a little drunk, but I'm having a good time. And Ethan's right. We kind of all were dancing very similarly. Like, there's a little bit of grinding going on. Maybe a little bit, like, you know, drop to the floor, booty's hot. You know, it's it's dancing. You're not going to be like, let's do the, you know, Cupid shuffle over here. Yeah. Like, that's not what he's playing. So, I felt like we were very much dancing with how the music and was it, going.
1: Just to preface a little bit more, like um when we actually went out to the dance floor we got other patrons who actually went out to the dance right with us. There like was, by the time yeah. we had like what like 10
0: there was like at least people. 15 people on the floor yeah. with us which was pretty awesome because <laughs> we were having a good time and i think that definitely was uh evident with all the people that were there that we brought other people onto the floor so yeah that was cool but you know i'm um over here dancing having a good time. I made a few friends with the people that joined us and then all of a sudden one of the the friends I made I was was dancing with, she tapped me on the shoulder and she was like, isn't that your party over there? And I look and I see Ethan, his ex, and their other friend being kicked out by the bouncer. What I thought was odd, I get we were drunk, but um, we weren't like graphically drunk to the point where we were causing an issue or
1: making a huge scene.
0: But the fact that they blatantly pinpointed you three and didn't even bring me Whoa. with you guys, which I, I thought was kind of like what's going on here?
1: Well, I don't even think it was just that because it was originally what had happened was he pinpointed me and my ex so he grabbed us
0: It was just you two, It huh? was just us oh. two and then so
1: the other friend, she saw a little bit later on Mm -hmm. and then she went and was like what the fuck is going on but it was because the way we were dancing in this like western bar where you're supposed to be a man and you can't be dancing on another man like they, they saw us dancing that way they grabbed us and told us you guys can't come back in. But they were fine with you two doing See, it. That one is
0: what makes me so mad because I didn't I felt terrible. I didn't catch it until someone told me and then I was like, What's going on? But sure yeah. enough I was like ran over there and I tried to talk to the bouncer and like, What's going on here? Uh, but I think he could tell I was kind of already drunk, so he was just like, He's you like, can leave with too. them. Yeah. Just, just go with them." and I was like, this is unfair and unjustified, <laughs> like, <laughs> trying everything I could to make it down, but it definitely just, was blatant there.
1: It, you know, it, and I think, like, that does talk to just masculinity, too, like, I, I mean, especially as a gay man, like, um, there's such a fragile masculinity, um, attribute to that, where if you show any type of femininity whether it come from dancing or even just like slay girl like whatever like literally anything that you do it that is perceived as feminine it could be uncomfortable or it could be something that should not be
0: perceived for them that's something that they don't want in their life.
1: exactly yeah yeah so it's just it sucks like but at the same time like there's so many good attributes to being gay like I love it. Like, honestly, I feel like maybe at least even once a week, I'll be like, I'm so happy I'm gay. And that's like, that's (laughs) That's like for so many different things because it opened up my mind. Like,
0: yeah, (laughs) I agree. I mean, I guess I'm straight, so I can't agree on that fact, but I agree with being happy at where you are in your life. is definitely the best place you could be at. Mm -hmm. Life throws trials and challenges your way. And I definitely feel that. (laughs) well wow. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that but anyway um, I feel that I've grown and learned so much just by being your friend and I think it's so Aww. important that everyone has that ability to kind of add additional differences into your friend group or into your lifestyle because I that's agree. something that really is important is diversification. <laughs> Yeah, that was a big word. I I threw that one out there. But it's very important because the world's constantly changing. There's constant uh, change politically, socially, just everywhere it's constantly changing. And you have to be able to understand those around you and have, um, I guess, sympathy and be... What's the term? Compassionate. Very compassionate. Thank you. That's yeah. exactly what I'm trying to say. You have to be compassionate towards these people. Granted, I know maybe you don't want to see it if you have that perspective, but be compassionate. Is that something that's really affecting you? Is it going to make your day 10 times worse if you by chance happen to like briefly glance at it? It shouldn't. And if it does, I definitely recommend you talk to a therapist. Okay. <laughs> but um.
1: <laughs> and this episode is brought to you by <laughs> therapy.com. <laughs>
0: just kidding self-help okay. self-help yeah no
1: <laughs> but no i i think that's really that's probably a good note to end it on just like um just understand the world is bigger than you it's right. bigger than you and me it's bigger than new mexico it's bigger than the united states like and
0: who knows it's bigger than earth so oh me <laughs> i have to i have to i'm definitely one of those like She's extraterrestrial conspiracy it. theorists but um This place is a big place. There's so many people you're going to meet and learn to, you know, learn about their culture and get to know them because honestly, you can't hide behind a rock your entire life. Yeah. There's so many things you're going to be involved in, things you want to do with your life. Even if you want to travel, you're going to be exposed to these things. So it's important that you keep an open mind and educate yourself. Like I said, it's okay to have your own opinions, but don't, project that on those that go against it, especially if there's no reason for you to project that on that person.
1: Agreed. Agreed. You never know until you walk a mile in someone else's shoes, you Right, know? right. So, it's just, you gotta be compassionate and loving for everyone, so.
0: Kindness is key. Love one another. Woo! That was cheesy, but uh, anyway. I said,
1: let's put it up on a frame. Let's <laughs> <Tumbaya.">
0: do it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Put it on a frame. You're right. We're gonna be selling <laughs> shirts. I'm just just kidding. But, um, On the note, anything else you'd like to say, Ethan? No,
1: just, I I agree with a lot of the statement you just iterated. Like, love is key. And love is love Mm -hmm. in every capacity. Love is
0: love. I love that.
1: Yeah, you'll have to join us next week when we talk about...
0: I don't know what we'll talk about, but just know. Just know it's coming.
1: It's coming, and
0: we're going to go off. (laughs) It's going (laughs)
1: off tonight, folks.
0: Anyway, we hope you all have a good... Rest of your day or night, depending on when you're listening to this. Day, but night, week, Week, month, month and anyway. How long it takes, yeah. We love you, and we uh, are grateful you're listening to us. So yeah. please uh, meet back up with us next week. <laughs> yeah. All right. All then right. We go up. We go out.